Good sharp turn. And he's seen Madison, and James Madison could be away here. So clever with his feet. And just ends in, and Leicester are two to the good. That is sweet. Welcome back to the podcast and the James Justin Appreciation episode. This time on the 38th, I'll be raving a bit about James Justin, but please don't turn off the podcast. I know many of you have him benched this game week and with good reason, so I won't fault you for that. The game week is not over yet. Um, Spurs and Chelsea will face off tonight in the London Derby in the last match of the game week. My game week so far... Um, 71 points with just Sun to play later tonight. Not hoping for much. Um, the fact that Sun is highly owned uh, won't make a dent on my rank, whatever the outcome. But I would be happy with the haul nonetheless, as it, will, it would move my points closer to 80. Uh, pick my captain of game week 22, Harvey Barnes. He blanked, but that's okay because in the same match, James Justin produced an epic FPL performance with a goal and a clean sheet. 15 points from him um, suits my captaincy heartbreak and made my game week point look slightly respectable. He had no business being in around the box, but somehow he just sniffed an opportunity and ran into that medicine pass. Uh, Justin is not a flashy FPL pick. He's only scored two this season, and this was only his second goal uh, for the season. Uh, first one coming in game week two, and his first attacking return since game week 11. But he's been slowly raking in the, those points, rather incognito. Now he's the fourth highest defender in the game, and he started the season at 4.5 million. Definitely bargain of the season. So, all right, that's uh, James Justin. Moving on to Wanker of the Week. Uh, the poll was up this morning, Malaysia time, and runaway winner of the poll is Mo Salah with 62.5% of the votes. Very understandable why, given that he blanked after that brilliant brace against uh, West Ham in game week 21. A majority slapped the armband on him this game week. I myself transferred him back in after somewhat convincing myself of Salah while recording the previous episode. Um, in the last episode, I did say that I believe Salah will not regress after bouncing back in game week 21, but I have to admit I'm a bit skeptical now on whether or whether to hold on to Salah or to move him out again. Just looking at that Liverpool team, I'm not really sure where the problem is. Um, they're just not scoring enough goals. Um, they've created less chances than Brighton last night. Maybe there isn't just one problem, but a combination of a few problems. Uh, one thing is that probably Trent and Robertson are not very effective like they were last season, so that's probably affecting Salah's outputs as well. Liverpool play City next, uh, and I'm, I'm probably going to still hold Salah for another week at least. He does have a decent record against City, plus the City game should be a more open affair compared to Brighton. So we may see a goal or an, or an assist from Salah. At least that's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, at least I didn't captain him this week. Players who caught the eye in Game Week 22... James Justin, of course. This is the James Justin appreciation episode after all. Uh, one shot on goal, resulting in a goal. 15 points, enough said. James Madison with two assists, including the one to James Justin. 
He's looking more and more involved, unlike previous matches. But then again, it is Fulham. Um, the whole Manchester United team in that 9-0, albeit against a 10-man, after just two minutes. But it's just criminal at how uh, Southampton just capitulated and forgot how to play football. Three, four, five nil probably, but nine is becoming a recurring team for them. Um, from the game, um, don't think I need to list them, but um, Juan Bisaka, Bruno Fernandes, late in that game, um, Rashford, Shaw are among the players to watch in game week 23. Jesse Lingard, perfect debut. Didn't look like a man who had, hasn't played regular football for almost a year. Um, Antonio in that match also. And West Ham are pl- playing Fulham next. And finally, Dominic Calvert-Lewin with another Predator goal to end his uh, goal drought. Could signal a turnaround. Looking ahead to Game Week 23, the key matches and the key players. Um, just two matches this week. I'll start off with Newcastle versus Southampton. Both suffering defeats this game week, but Southampton go into this one worst off, uh, losing Bednarek to that very harsh red card. Vestergaard is still out for them, and Walker-Peters is also flagged 20%, 25%. Previous match between them and the 2-0 to Southampton, but I really fancy Newcastle to nick a win here, and even probably a clean sheet. Obviously, it's Callum Wilson that I need to talk about. Two goals, two assists in his last three. He's back in form, and this could probably be the last game week that, I, that I'll own him. Um, tough fixtures ahead for him after game week 23, so I might even captain him for his last hurrah. Nothing has gone well for Southampton since that win over Liverpool, and they have lost all four since. Six goals conceded in three, not counting the nine against United. And I'll be very surprised if Newcastle don't score against a weakened um, Southampton side. So I'm putting my money on Wilson, a Wilson double-digit haul for this. Um, St. Maximin, also a good punt. Hopefully he starts. He does add a different dimension in attack for Newcastle. But I think that's a bit of a long shot. Um, I've been mentioning on the pod and on Twitter since uh, Danny Ings returned from injury on how I would love to bring him back into my team. But I'm not so sure about that now. I do like Chair Adams though. He's cheap. Um, was very... Unlucky to get his goal chopped off by a hairline at Old Trafford. If Southampton do score in this match, I fancy Adams to be the one. Fulham and West Ham United. It's going to be a goal fest, this one. I can just feel it. Fulham try as they might, just can't catch a break. Um, just stay away from Fulham assets. Don't take the risk. But West Ham, now let's talk about Jesse Lingard. Two goals on his debut, but I wouldn't jump on that bandwagon just yet. Martinez in goal for Villa had a shocker. Any other day, he would have probably stopped both goals. He was just off for those two. Um, Credit to Lingard for trying, but Martinez was generous. Having said that, the position Lingard plays in would see him get chances. Uh, Once I'm convinced he's nailed, I'll probably give him a consideration. I would just stick to Antonio for this if you're looking to get him. And he is in my thoughts at the moment. If it's not Wilson, it'll be Antonio captain for me. Let me just say that his two assists to Lingard were executed perfectly. You don't see those kind of assists from forwards often. Um, He played like prime Wayne Rooney. 
just 20% owned at the moment, but it'll be closer to 30 by Saturday, I reckon. Suchek, I won't talk about Suchek. Everybody who has him would start him this week and with good reason. I don't expect to see anyone complain of a Suchek 15-pointer sitting on the bench if he does haul. At the back, it's Cresswell for me. I really think he's due a double-digit haul. And this looks like the match that he could do some damage. Two assists in the last three. I like him for at least one attacking return and probably a clean sheet, of course. Questions from Twitter. Um, I have a couple of good ones here. I didn't want to talk about the Villa and Arsenal match because this question uh, touches on Villa assets and I didn't want to repeat myself. Uh, the question is from a cold one. Um, I feel Aston Villa and Leeds assets can return more than Manchester City's uh, in the coming weeks. And he's asking for thoughts on that. Well, they probably would, right? Um, given Pep's uh, pension to rotate, so the likes of Sterling, Mares, Gunawan and Cancelo would have their game time managed. Um, it is a possibility. But let's look at it in a different way. I think you should be looking at complementing your complementing your city assets with Villa or Leeds or both and not try to use them as a city cover, especially with potential double game weeks for them, especially Villa. I do own Martinez and Grealish. Um, not looking to take Grealish out at the moment at least. Uh, Villa do have a decent run of games next. So Watkins and Grealish would be in among the point scorers, uh, especially with Barkley back and they are guaranteed starters. Uh, I'm tempted to get Rafinha um, after my love affair with Harvey Barnes ends. Um, it probably has ended because um, right now it's James Justin. Um, Leeds also do have decent fixtures, so that's probably the approach you would want to take. Next question from Arigi FPL. Uh, thoughts on Chelsea assets? Uh, Hudson Odoi, Silva, Rudiger, Werner, Abraham, Giroud. Uh, Palace assets, uh, Zaha, Easy, and Mateta. Well, Hudson Odoi, yes. Silva, no. Rudiger, maybe. Werner, uh, form is an issue. Abraham, not yet. Giroud, uh, rotation risk. Um, Tuchel is still finding his feet and probably experimenting in the next few game weeks, so you would see a lot of rotation. Um, huge gamble to invest in Chelsea at the moment, in my opinion. Hassan Odoi is one I have my eye on if he's nailed, um, but let's see what happens tonight and in the coming game weeks. But I think we should have some idea after tonight's match against uh, Chelsea. Um, Palace assets, uh, Zaha, no. Too erratic. Easy, maybe. Mateta, um, I was just pulling out his profile on the official site. And he doesn't even have a picture there even. Um, but I think we need to wait and see how Mateta um, adapts uh, to the English game. I don't follow French football, so I can't talk much about Mateta. Um, I'm not too keen on Palace assets in general because uh, the team collectively is unpredictable. So you can't really go and confidently say that, yes, this guy will bring me points. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, they are no go for me. Captaincy candidates for Game Week 23 Yes, he's back Bruno Fernandes after a hiatus from the pod Is back as a captain pick for the week 
Fair enough, there's an argument that he only hauled in the last 20 minutes uh, when United were already six, uh, five or six nil up. But who is to say that he wouldn't haul at um, nil-nil against 11 men? At six-nil, uh, it just makes it easier for him. One goal and an assist against Everton in the reverse, so it's a good shout this week uh, with City and Liverpool playing each other. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Mikhail Antonio, two goals and three assists in the last four game weeks. Uh, Fulham are terrible, so why wouldn't you? And the third captain pick is Jack Grealish against Arsenal. Tough, yes, but Villa will be looking to bounce back after that defeat, and Arsenal themselves will go for the win as well. They themselves are on the back of a setback as well, so an open game is in the cards. Um, I think this will fit uh, Grealish perfectly. Good sharp turn. And he's seen Madison, and James Madison could be away here. So clever with his feet, and just ends in, and Leicester are two to the good. That is sweet. So yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for listening. Um, as always, it's a pleasure recording the, the podcast and sharing my thoughts with you. As always, please follow the pod on Twitter at the 38FPLPod and also follow on any streaming platforms that you are listening the pod on. Good luck for the game week. May your arrows be green and points be in the hundreds. Cheers!